Hello, and welcome to Talking Greasy. This is April Danielle, and this week we're going to talk about men, what it's like to be a man, and uh, what is it like to grow up as a man, and how are you being a better man, making yourself a better man, on Talking Greasy. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash greasy. There you'll have access to over 180,000 titles right from your smartphone. Yo, 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 it's your man Dorona Dunn, and we are talking greasy. Okay, this song right here remind me of my ex. I be declining all her calls, and I'm responding to her texts. I be like, girl, it's your mouth. You know I ain't got time for them, but... Right. Again, this is April Danielle. Today, we're doing a special men panel, man panel, I guess you would like to say. Um, so I'm going to start off with asking the questions. Hopefully, you guys are going to be with your, let your guards down. That's the, with, I'm a honey bait, honey pot. I guess that's what I am. <laughs> so, y'all, so y'all be more open. But let me not be rude, as Darnell says. And let me uh, introduce you guys. So starting to my left. Chris. Everybody call me Petrie, Petri, yeah, okay. Petri. Thank you. Petri, okay. Yeah. Petri What's going dish. on? Like it's Mike. Dish, yeah, like the Petri dish. <laughs> Mike, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead again. Hey, what's going on? Hey, that was kind of rude. I feel some type of way. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey what's going on, everybody? This is Mike. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Josh. Some some people call me Smiles. Wow, it's Felix. Nobody's gonna promote anything that they do. Oh, okay. like y'all just gonna say your name and that's it. Just be dry. Let's just start. <laughs> we can go back around. Right. I feel like we need to do this again. Peter, you got anything you want to yeah. promote? Um, I mean, um, togetherness, man. Like all black people, melanated people around the world, man. We should come together. Um, that's it. With me, um, I, I do have a. Uh, a nonprofit that I work with is My Brother's Keeper organization. Okay. Uh, you can look us up I on think Facebook. I've seen that promoted before. Yeah, you can look up on Facebook, Facebook, uh, Twitter, anything like that, all the social media platforms. Um, we're trying to get much bigger in Dallas. It's kind of hard. Actually, we were big in Fort Worth, Arlington, uh, those areas. Uh, but we're really trying to get it started in Dallas. Well, get bigger in Dallas, but we're real big in Arlington and Fort Worth. All right. That's awesome. I might have to talk to you after this. Yeah. Mike, what you got going on? Uh, well, you can follow me at Talking High Grade at Instagram, where you can find a lot of my content. Um, daily videos. Inspirational talk, daily videos. Um, some could be serious, some could be funny, but it's going to be 100% trill, and it's coming from me. And stay tuned for my podcast coming in January 2020 called Lingo, okay. where I will be highlighting some of the funny aspects of love and life and our and the dating scene with young black people in today's day and age. That's going to be interesting. Smiles. (laughs) (laughs) We know each other, so. (laughs) All right, yeah. uh, I do a podcast also, the Uncool Urban Podcast. Um, April and Darnell were on (laughs) one of our episodes. That's that's how we first met. So, yeah, yeah, check my podcast also, the Uncool Urban Podcast. And. I'm Felix with E Delicious, E-D-Y-L-I-C-I-O-U-S. We are West African Fusion Cuisine. Mm. And so we're, we want to be able to get people to reconnect with their roots by with the West African food. So one of the main things we like to do is, let's say, if you know the day of the week you were born on, we could give you your traditional name as if you were from Ghana. 
Oh, what? Wow. Really? Yeah, that's awesome. Call, yeah. I need to call my mom. I know. Almighty Google knows. Like, type in your birthday on Google. It'll tell you. Yeah. The day I, I was born? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so, for instance, since I was born on a Sunday, my name is Quincy. And okay. I'm associated with Universe. Okay. And what language is that? And tree. Ga- uh, oh. From Ghana. Ghana, right. Cool, oh. cool, cool. All right. And also, while we're talking about it, since you're promoting, um, we got a tasty, lovely drink. You want to talk about the drink you brought us? Yes, I brought a pineapple ginger lemonade mixed with the hibiscus ginger tea. It's good. It, it smells is. like sweet potato pumpkin pie, even though he told me no, no. but <laughs> it does. <laughs> and with any alcohol, alcoholic beverage that you happen to have on mm-hmm. deck, it, it mixes makes well. it phenomenal. It like mixes well. Rum. Coconut rum. So yes, but thank you for the drink. This is good is really good. Um, also, before we get started, we <laughs> had a little convo before we got on camera. Um, go ahead and join our well, if you can't join because it's a secret group, but our Facebook Talking Greasy uh, group. Uh, it is a secret group because we do get lit on a scale of one to ten. It's twenty. So if you know any of the gentlemen in the room, Darnell or myself. Uh, hit us up. Let us know that you would like to join the Facebook Talking Greasy group, and we can send you the link for the invite. Um, it gets crazy. Uh, we got Freaky Friday coming up, so this is the. <laughs> so if you want to go ahead and join and see what we're talking about, get some more Talking Greasy uh, in your life. Go ahead and do that. So appreciate that. So let's go ahead and get started. So question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the week. So what do you think being a man meant growing up? That's where we're going to start. I'm going to start with you, Future. Oh, um, well, with with my people, um, you know, growing up, I guess everybody grew up different. So like in my my family household, it was a collective thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had to look out for each other. that's what really a man was like really being all about handling your responsibilities, being a man on your word. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Um, uh, bringing it back to the community, you know, always coming back, um, talking to the kids or even more than that, even like helping a kid out or helping an elder out. Um, so that's, that's one of the things uh, that we, that my parents taught us is to always uh, be a man in your word, do what you got to do, be responsible for yourself, and also be responsible for the people around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, just be you, really. Okay. Yeah, basically. So what you, what you thought a man meant growing up, have you, are you instilling that today Oh, yeah, most definitely, man? most definitely. I, you know, all my people everywhere, that's what, that's what I do. When I talk to everybody, same thing. I, I, how I, you know, give out. It's the exact same way, you know, what my parents taught me, that's how I give out to people all the time. I'm always giving back, you know, I'm always um, talking to people about, you know, do this, do that. You may, you want to, you know, be more open-minded when you come to things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just being glued into one thing, uh, you know, just learn if you, you're not, if you're, if you're into something that you're into, try to get uncomfortable and get something else um, in, in another way, you know what I'm saying? So, okay. So make yourself uncomfortable to grow. Yeah, yeah, most yeah. definitely. Because, like, if you're... Like with me, I would say I'm not into, um, I'm not a handyman at all. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm a bookworm. So like when Mm -hmm. I was growing up, that's all I did was read books. So um, 
my dad would try to make me go out there and cut grass. I ain't like it. You know what I'm saying? Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I can't cut in the straight line. <laughs> I can. Like he told me, he's like, he's like, get in the house. Just stop. Yeah. Okay. So like when, <laughs> when I try when I when we you know when I tried to cut grass whatever and over time it took years for mm. me to you know learn what to do what type of gas to put in what type of equipment that you're looking for what type of grass that you want to plant what type of flowers that you want to have during the fall he taught you all this yeah 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 oh, my, okay. dad, my dad is real real handyman he's okay. a real handyman um but my other brothers and stuff like that they the ones that caught on quicker than me mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so like you know i would be in a house reading the dictionary or something like that or reading my history books i was in the history you know um, mm-hmm. political science and stuff like that i was always watching cnn so like with me, it was easier for me to talk about. It, it, it reflects because my brother and them um, are good in math and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and metrics and stuff like that, or you know, building a house or whatever. With me, or fixing the car. With me, I'm like, look, man, I got to get to a mechanic or something That's like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's I don't, me. You knew how to outsource. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I, I like it. I learned how to change a tire when I was like in my 20s. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. I really like. I knew, mean, I knew when I was younger, but I really did it on my own and achieved it within two hours. <laughs> I was yeah, it is, it, it is, should, yeah, it I know. Take that long. It shouldn't, it really I'm shouldn't. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm quick enough. You know I'm not gonna say anything. I can't talk because I call AAA, so I, can't talk. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I got all the right tools now to change the tire. Now you know, mm-hmm. it's just certain little things that like that you know what i'm saying that mm-hmm. that would you know you're glad that your father pushed you to do yeah, it. yeah 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 for sure for sure most definitely that's most good definitely. other fellas what y'all got to say to charm in well i um i'm uh, fortunately for me um i didn't have the foundation that this young man on the other side of you had because mm-hmm. i actually know what it's like to grow up without a father in my house so growing up for me involved a lot of a lot of my mother, my grandmother, my aunties and things giving off to us their, for lack of a better term, their fucked up interpretations of what they thought a man should be. Mm. So it was, was, wasn't was up until I got older mm-hmm. that I really realized the ins and outs of what manhood is all about. And for... So for, I have a question. Now, mm-hmm. cause you, how did you, without having, not growing up <clears> with a father... Then how did that right once you got grown? How did you know what you want, what a man should do then, if without having to see that, or with not having that, you know? With my dad not being there, and um, I was 25 when I buried my son. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I lost him a couple months before he was born, and I swore from that moment because of the fact that I lost my son, it was like damn. I couldn't protect my child, even though mm-hmm. even though losing him was something beyond my control. I swore at that point from that day on, whenever I became a father, I would always do everything I could to protect my child because mm-hmm. I know what it's like firsthand not having my dad there. Okay. And what a lot of men need to understand is just because you pee standing up doesn't necessarily yield that you're a man. Right. Because mm-hmm. a male... It's just what you're born as. Being a man is a fucking position. Mm. It's a position. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's your thought process when you get up in the morning. It's how you handle your mother. It's how you handle your woman. It's how you handle your kids. 
It's how you stand up for yourself in the workplace. It's how you stand stand up for principle in the street. It, everything coincides with everything when you're a man for real. So who did you learn from besides your aunts and mothers and stuff? Did you have any fatherly or, you know, male role models? Um, I had a couple I've had a couple of um, male role models. I had mm-hmm. a couple of gentlemen that I held in high regard that are still active in my life now and still cultivating and moving things for me even though, even though I'm 35. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like the evolution of manhood doesn't stop when you're in your 30s. I I don't feel like I'm the man that I'm that I'm destined to be up, up until up until I'm in that hole. Mm-hmm. So you all every, yeah, every day is a day to be the best man that you could possibly be. I like that. Mm-hmm. Smiles. <laughs> well, I guess for me, I primarily grew up with like my mom. My dad was there, but mm-hmm. he lived in a whole other state. Okay. So like he was involved. Like he'll send money. He'll talk to me. Like but I'd visit him or see him like every few years or whatever. Because with his job, he's always working. So I primarily just grew up with like my mom, my little sisters. I had a stepdad, but he really didn't do much more like son teaching type stuff. It was just like he was just there, like, "Hey, I'm just doing my my duties as you know mm-hmm. your mom's your mom's boyfriend, your sister's dad." And nothing really like, "Hey, son, I'm gonna teach you this." Mm-hmm. Like uh, recently, my car broke down and I had to flip it. Uh, fix a flat tire probably like six months ago. Did it take and I, two and hours? I, <laughs> it took about no. that time. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, that happened like, you know, 11 years ago, you know. Man, I'm man, joking. Man, 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 right? but, <laughs> but like, I uh, I called my dad to help pay for my tire. And I was like, I'm like, yeah, I didn't fix my tire right now. And I was like, my friend on his way to come help me. He was like, you don't know how to fix a tire. And mm. at at the moment, I really wanted to be like, well, I'd have had no one to mm-hmm. teach me. You you weren't there to like teach you me. It was to like talk back real fast. You yeah, yeah. To say something. But <laughs> but because I was like, I know I'm asking him for money to help <laughs> get these tires. I was like, you know, I'm gonna keep that in my head right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, but basically, it's like I really more learned growing up around friends, especially like in college. Like a lot, a lot of my friends kind of like taught yeah. me, and then like other men like throughout life. Uh, like I had one guy, uh, Mr. Childs. Uh, he was an advisor when I was in high school, so I kind of looked up to him, especially because he was a black man. Right. And then uh, when I went to college, I was in this uh, organization called Black Inlux Group, which was a bunch of black men and uh, black advisors, so that helped me a lot. So a lot of my stuff I've kind of learned mainly kind of like college, post-college mm-hmm. and stuff. So like I say, even now, it, well, I'll be 31 Sunday, but like <laughs> uh, even birthday. now, I was like, oh, appreciate it. Uh, really just like I'm still learning right now, so. Okay. So what uh, kind of going back to the question again, so what did you think a man, and this is still to all of y'all, meant to you? What did you think it meant to you? Like what as a child? Like so like your father, you know, biological father was in other state, you had a stepdad. So what did you think when you grew up as a black man, what being a grown black man meant? What did you think that you was gonna have to do or what you needed to do? I actually never really thought about it. Really? Can I elaborate more on it? Like, I know my, my dad told me the number one thing is, to be honest with you, is to honor your people. Yeah. Like, always come back to your people. That's the number one thing you should do. He always, always, every day when I talk to him, man, make sure you come back to your people, yeah. no matter where you at. You know what I'm saying? Always give that lesson, talk to him, give back. You know, it doesn't matter, like, if it's money or time. Uh, advice or if you're trying to help them with their career or anything like that so just always 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 come back I know so that. to you it always meant community coming yeah, back yeah collective like he was he was saying collectively mm-hmm. we all gotta win mm-hmm. 
-hmm. And no matter if you see something different religiously or you making a certain amount of money, collectively we got to win. That's the number one my, my thing my dad always told me. That that's the number one thing he told me. It wasn't it wasn't money, it wasn't, you know, be religious or you know, this and this and that. You got to you you all we have to come together and collectively win. So that's what my dad was preaching number one thing was about. Okay. Felix, what you got? I always start like being man was just being 18. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> really? No, as a kid. That makes yeah. sense. You're right. As a kid, it just meant like, I got to be 18, get out the house, do mm -hmm. whatever I got to do. But hindsight now, it was just being responsible. Mm. Just mm. Essentially, just being responsible. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's what you thought it was going to be, that you just, responsibilities? Just responsibility. That's it. Mm. Just be accountable. Okay. Um, you, If you want to live life, you got to earn it. You know, mm. you, you got to provide it for yourself. So. I feel like you've been working for a very long time since a young age. I can, tell, I can just tell by the way you yes. got. Yes. How long have you been working? I, so my mom, I don't know. Are y'all really familiar with, like, Dallas? No. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. from here. Right. So my mom, she used to work at this place called Ann's Health Food Store. Uh, she, it was like a, like a grocery store, supermarket type deal, and they had a cafe. She started working there, and when she was working there, she, uh, she, there was that cafe pay that, that cafe part she ran. Uh, I helped her, okay, as a kid growing up. Then oh, she wow. started her own business. So ever since then, I would help her, and so I would I was always helping her, and so I've been working for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so working, so was she paying you or no? <laughs> when he looked, he was like, "Are you, you serious? You was volunteering." It was, so. That was a work study program. It was. My, my dad, my dad uh, has a construction business, and so when I had to help him, or oh, when we helped, like my brothers and my sisters. He didn't pay us. Mm -mm. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> right. You don't pay no bills in this house. <laughs> right. So did you have any male role model, models or a father figure yeah, in your life that, that you, your, okay, your yeah. dad. So other than the responsibility, is that what he just instilled in you? Like uh, when you turn 18, you on your own responsibility? No, not like that, but it's more about being a man of God, too. My dad was okay. a pastor. And so oh, cool. uh, that was always reflected. So religion was always in the household. We would wake up like six o'clock in the morning, have uh, what is it called, like Bible study morning devotions oh, wow. together and all that. Every morning. Every morning. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to think about it like <laughs> you got traumatized, you <laughs> flashback. Not traumatized, just like six o'clock in the morning. Most kids, you in zombie mode. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, he's like, he's up high alert, you know, already dressed and everything. So, in a full suit, too. Yeah. I know. He's ready I know. for work he, and everything. He's like, all right, let's go. So, he probably hadn't been up since four. I'm just so. saying. <laughs> I, I, yeah, he's in a full suit, already ready to go. He's been up since four. <laughs> you already know. And that's what we hated. We had he, that his alarm clock. Went off like clockwork. <laughs> Everybody heard it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I already know what time. Yeah. So, do y'all. Perceptions of what you thought a man should be growing up, did it equate to what y'all doing now, or what you you know as a grown man? Oh yeah, being most a man? yeah. When yeah, you yeah, said yeah, yeah, yeah I know definitely. for the rest of y'all. I can kind of well because my dad works a lot, mm -hmm. uh, so people that know me they know I work a lot. So I guess yeah. I can say I picked Eating that up from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess people say like I picked that up from my dad because like he's a hard worker. He don't ask really for help, so like I'm kind of stubborn in that way. Like. If I need to do something, I'm going to do it myself. I mm -hmm. will very rarely ask if I really need something. It has to be, like, dire. So, like, even my sister says, you just like that. <laughs> you always mm -hmm. working. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. stay busy, a hard worker. So, I guess I could say I picked that up from okay. my dad. 
what about you know you didn't have the your dad but your other male role models like from what you thought a man should be and how you were as a child has that equated to how you are as a man now hell no oh lord <laughs> what you all. mean so uh, elaborate not, not at all hell no when, when you when you a child let's 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 just keep it 100 in here when you a dude your childhood is filled with chasing the pretty bright skinned big booty girls around playing sports so we gonna go playing playstation <laughs> Just doing, just doing the shit that young kids do. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't. Cr- your credit isn't on your mind at twelve. Mm, that's true. Uh, FICO scores isn't on your mind at twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, stupid decisions on a Tuesday costing you your livelihood on a Friday is a far gone thought at twelve years old. I feel like old. that's a story that we need to talk about later, because that was a very specific day, a Tuesday. So I think you're remembering an event. Why are you looking at me like that? Like because you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't where I was going with this. And I like I was aired out of this I'm saying, I'm, it is off and greasy. We told you. <laughs> okay, so so that's you as a young black male. Now that yeah. you're grown, is you said it's different. So what? You still playing video games, and you probably still you probably still chasing the light skinned big booty bright chick. Look, he said, he said. First of all, for the chocolate girl that's in the room, can we t- can we get the colorism, please? Oh, I thought yeah. you, never mind. Now, yeah, we now first, and foremost, first and foremost, before I address anything else, I think black women are delicious no matter what the skin tone <laughs> yeah. is. I love delicious. all, I love all put, shades. Let me put that out black there women. first. I, I, I eat every flavor in that, bo- oh in that ice cream shop. We finna do the DMX ch- challenge in here. Felicia, Keisha, all of them. <laughs> Ardez and Alicia, straight up, <laughs> straight up. But yeah, but hell yeah, manhood is definitely different. I mean, I'm, a, I mean, I'm a father of a four year old daughter now. Um, my mind is on attaining property. My mind is on attaining a career, going into business for myself, starting a media company. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking different than I did 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, so. Everybody's answer to that as a man is hell no. Your mm-hmm. thought process should definitely pale in comparison from thirty to when it was when you was an adolescent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be the same. Right. It shouldn't be. You're right. You should always be gone. It's gonna definitely be different. Mm-hmm. All right. I like that. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're gonna go into talk that talk. We're gonna bring in young Sav Darnell Desert. I don't know if y'all ready for Darnell. If y'all think <laughs> yeah. I'm bad. Young Sav. <laughs> <laughs> young Sav Darnell. All right, we'll be right back after this. Yep. Y'all niggas is lying. It's time to talk that shit. Welcome back to Talking Greasy. This is April Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I kind of, uh, you know, uh, let uh, April soften everybody up for the group. But, uh, <laughs> I heard some of the responses or whatever. So let's let's start off easy. Then I'll, I'll go from there. Uh, you said uh, growing up, everybody got their different uh, forms of masculinity or whatever. Before we get into the major conversation, as far as masculinity, if you had a son right now, what would you, what would be your one word for masculinity? Um. Uh, say loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Yeah, for sure. Solid. Solid. Be solid, son. Okay. Hard work. Okay. 
Uh, two word ass nigga. <laughs> 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 That's what I tried to. I was like, I was like, how can I? Can, how can I? <laughs> I was the nice one. <laughs> I'll say independent. Okay. Hmm. Okay. What about you? Um, leader. Okay. Okay. Some of the ladies in our uh, Facebook group had some questions for us, so this is gonna be rapid fire. Okay. I'm gonna point to you, and I'm gonna need the answer as truthfully as you can get it. Okay. All right. Why do Why do men get a good woman that always uh, do something stupid? Why do men get get good women then jeopardize them what they had? Opportunity. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Hold on one second. What? Why do men? What horrible things do men do to women and don't own up to the most? Uh, lie about talking to other women. <laughs> okay. Next. <laughs> what is? Why will a, why will a man uh, chase a hoe versus just be in a stable relationship? Because take because take while take while chasing a hoe is entertaining. While chasing a hoe is entertaining. Actually putting actually being with a with a with a really good woman in a committed relationship requires a hell of a lot of hard work. You gotta actually you gotta abandon childish behavior to deal with, to deal with a real woman with chasing a hoe. I would kind of you, you 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 just give her the dick and leave. That's pretty that's pretty much what it is. With, with real women require hard work. When it's a hoe, so it's easy. It is what it is. Much easier. All right. Next question. Uh, you need to okay. I'm gonna start off from the top. Three, two, one, and go. Hey, and uh, Chris, we got a question for you. Who do black men uh, vent to, especially after having daily struggles of being a black man in America? Mama. Me, my mama. To be honest with you, um, I mean, mom, like my. And don't you got a girl? Yeah, I do. But like, oh, what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a word. <laughs> Let that sink in, ladies. Let that sink in. So you gonna call your mom before you talk to me? Yes, yes, yes. yes. She, yes. she, she know that. She know that. She know that. She know that. Sweetheart, I was taking a sip of my drink when that question was asked. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> okay, I'm fine with that. We still got these rapid questions, uh, Felix. Why can't men dish out what they give out? As far as bad treatment of women, why can't they take that same punishment back? I think with most people is that they don't, they're not able to construct what it sounds like or looks like to them. We're, I say this: we're irrational and hypocrites, all of us. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Josh. Yeah. Uh, question: Why do uh, men pursue uh, women, have a great time with them, then pull away and never speak to them? Mm. Mm. Uh, afraid of commitment. I guess. I don't know. He gave me. He gave me one of them answers like uh, like on Family Feud where Steve Harvey be looking at us. I was so ready. I'm like, oh, I gotta be ready. Like, <laughs> uh, what's your answer? Pineapple. What? <laughs> <laughs> what else? <laughs> 
Anyway, now I'm gonna read that question one more goddamn time. <laughs> but, anyway, but uh, to you, sir, uh, why don't uh, men uh, check on their health, especially when they're pushing thirty? Because we know we out there fucking up. <laughs> we know we out. We look. We don't nobody want to go to the doctor and hear that. Anytime you go to the anytime you go to the doctor, they're gonna tell you some bad news. <laughs> they're gonna confirm that you've been out there living fucked up. You've been out there eating Popeyes every every Wednesday when they got a special. You've been popping Molly's on Tuesdays. No, been, I haven't. You've been I feel like this is your life. You ate Ashley and Jackie on th- on Thursday on Thursday. <laughs> and you had no Sir. I and you had no idea what you did Friday when you got up Saturday morning. So in the combination <laughs> of all of those things, don't nobody want to go to the First doctor. First of all, you should go to the doctor just because you eating two girls in one day. I'm not now I'm not saying me. I'm saying that there's very there's some specific. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't I test my. I didn't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. This yeah. qu- this question is for you, Chris, because uh, we're still doing rapid fire. Um, why don't men handle their erectile dysfunction? Oh. <laughs> oh man. And, and what and what is, and what is that and what is that a sign of? Awkward. Oh man, I don't. High pressure. Watching too much porn. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't really have that issue, man. Um, I, I don't know how to answer. Hey, if that if that's not your life, that's yeah, not yeah, your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was like, okay. I can't answer that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Felix, I hope this ain't your life. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why do some guys premature ejaculate, and 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 how do they try to cover up their shortcomings? My life, but <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey! But if it's I, not, if it's not you, it's not I'm you. A, I'm gonna go a scientific approach with it. Okay. Uh, I think it's just they're too excited, too aroused. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a good feeling. Mm-hmm. And so once that feeling hits, definitely. Like, Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you pop off. Yeah. But um, what was the second part of it? Uh, and how do they deal with the shortcoming? That's the bait before they go. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I I know this fucked up. I used to fuck before I go see the other girl, so I'm already good. <laughs> and so, I, so, but uh, Josh, uh, this is your question: Why do do guys hate on other uh, brothers to get closer to a girl's box? Why do guys dirty mag basically? I've never done it before, so I really wouldn't know. Because, but I've seen I've seen guys do it. It's really just. They want to undercut the other guy. Like I've seen guys do it to like they homies before. <laughs> like, yo, yeah, you yeah, you yeah. you downplaying your homie who's trying to also talk to the same girl and just keep it real. Hey, me and my homie both trying to smash. <laughs> like so <laughs> so like what's going on? Right. Okay. Uh, a question to you. Then I think we're gonna end. Uh, we're gonna end with one more circle. Whatever questions are left. Okay. Uh, why do uh, men uh, play games? Isn't it easier to be honest about what uh, men really want? It it is. It, it depends on who you're talking to. Right. It is easy, but a, but a lot of dudes are cowards. A lot of dudes they really built well as they say that they are. A, 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 but a lot of dudes do is they send their representative first. You know what I'm saying? They not they not they afraid to step out there and say, "Hey, sweetheart, 
I think you're the most beautiful thing I ever seen. And I hope I'm, and I hope I'm not being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But you look like you need somebody to fuck the shit out you, and I know I'm the man for the job. So what can we do? So what, so what can we do about that? You know, a lot of a lot of men aren't built for that. So you they saying they rep- they saying they represented it first to play games with the woman as opposed to just being one hundred. Okay, this should be an easy one. Uh, why do uh, men lie to women? Get what they want. Basically, <laughs> real rap. <laughs> get what yeah. they want. Don't I don't do it. With the people, what they <laughs> like. Okay. Uh, to you, why do why do uh, opportunist men prey on weak women, and what are some of the signs that you're being preyed on? Well, since I'm not an apex predator, I don't know how to answer that. (laughs) (laughs) But I think initially is you gotta you gotta stick with your intuition. If you see the signs, that's cancer. Because they're definitely present. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's those little one-offs that you think that oh that was just one time. That's kind of who that person is. Every once in a while, they're just hiding it. We all got characters. Right. <laughs> okay, uh, Josh, do you agree with this term that some guys uh, say when they're in in uh, just talking phase of with a girl? D- do, you, uh, do you go with the phrase, what's understood doesn't need to be explained? That depends on the terms of what you and the, uh, the girl got. Like, we, we talking and, you know. We just chilling and we we good. Like we gotta get that understood between you and the girl off rip, cause mixed signals and a girl might be feeling you a little bit more than what you feeling her. And you're like, yo, we, I thought we were just talking. We cool. So why are you getting mad if, if you see me with another chick or if we see each other? I think you just need to get that understood with the whatever girl you talking with. So okay. Well, let's uh let's let's talk about it because uh I, that kind of got rid of our rapid uh, fire questions. So let's get to the core of this. We got a new generation of men who are you know like 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 us trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And but at the end of the day, even though I'm about to approach thirty, whatever, whatever, I I don't know. I see less and less of manhood out there. Why is society casting out manhood in this generation? Mm. <clears throat> Black men are being effeminized at every single turn. At every single turn, you got more. You got more women that are more financially successful and well off than men are. You have more black women being in the position to open up businesses and establish entrepreneurship than men are. Almost every magazine and every talk show, every movie is pretty much saying that we're not needed. On top of the, on top of what black men are already dealing with and encountering, in whatever their upbringing may be. Is so, that necessarily feminizing them though? Emasculating. Right. Well, emas- emas- well, it, in, in all honesty, it can. It, it can. can. It, it, it definitely can. Now, it, now there are some cases where men just men just don't give a fuck. They just going about life doing whatever it is they doing. So it, it pretty much every situation stands on its own. But at the end of the day, 
every man has the has the opportunity and has it within them to do better. They just gotta decide to get off their ass. And do yeah, it. I think I think systematically that um, that the system is tearing us apart. Most definitely, every way, shape, form, or fashion. You talk about entertainment. You talk about music. You talk about food. I, I most definitely know for a fact that it's tearing us apart, especially from our women and our women from our men. Uh, because you, you're talking about the term tox, toxic masculinity, right? And I hate when people use that because we didn't create that term. We're going off of definitions of what they created. The two white men that created it, one of them gay. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, just go look it up. Like, it's, it's ridiculous, like, how they try to use that particular term on us because, you know, it's, nat it's natural for us to be like that because in our nature, that's what it is. It's natural. You know, for us to be masculine, you know, um, you know, men, you know, what I'm saying in, in general, and it's 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 natural to a certain degree where our women help us out too. You know, what I'm saying because as a, I know, as a, I seen my sisters, you know, grew up and stuff like that. They when they you know raise their sons, they're talking to their sons. They're kind of more, you know, dominant with their sons, being you know helping them become a man or how to talk to women too as well. So. It's, you know, it, it's, that's why I always say that the, the foundation of black people around the world is the black woman. You know what I'm saying? That's the foundation. They help us grow our branches to protect the black family. Okay. That's a, that brings up a good point. Uh, you being, uh, you know, from Ghana and all that and having, you know, seeing a little bit uh, different parts of the world, compared to African culture and American culture, uh, what, what do, what do, us as men uh, over over there in the motherland and here have in common, and, and what are we missing? <laughs> Stubbornness. <laughs> For real? Stubbornness, man. It's like... you saying the African men have stubbornness? African or? men and American men. Black American men, is all, we're all stubborn. That, that, that passed on. <laughs> it's because, like, I see this as, like, let's say even a generational curse. Uh, is the the problems of your, your 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 previous? So like, if your dad drank a lot, you drank a lot, and you showing your kids. At some point, you got to break that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, with that being said, I mean, what what is what is the? Because we need a uh, we need to get solutions, and then we and then maybe we'll talk a little shit, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but what what is? And can you get that mic closer to you? What is the ultimate goal of masculinity? What is his role? What do, what purpose does it serve? And who does it help? I think we need to get out of the system. You know what I'm saying? As far as like how the system uh, mm -hmm. plays out us to be. That's what I think we need to get away from. When you say system, what are you meaning by the system? You mean like... Like the political, criminal, uh, every, I mean everything, everything, offense. everything. Well, I mean, everything, everything. well, I mean, I mean, because it's not. I mean, I mean, not to get too far off topic, but you know, the system was stolen from us and it was built against us. Okay. You know what I'm saying so, like for us to, I think we need to completely pull away, yeah, and go by, you know, our nature of things, the way you know where we were. Not to say where we were, not to bring us back in the past, but. The way of nature of things, the way uh, you should really be under one law, one principle, you know what I'm saying, and follow that and not look at each other as like, you know, we're all individuals. Okay. We're all we all chiefs. we all mm -hmm. leaders, you know what I'm saying, because everybody can lead in their own different ways. Mm -hmm. Okay. And no disrespect. I don't think that answered the question. <laughs> 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 With all due respect. But, but again, uh, 
that does make sense as far as you know showcasing and being being you know be being able to be your natural masculine self. But I'm t- I'm talking about let's go back to the roots. What is masculinity's purpose in society, and what does it help? It, <laughs> and let me go to you guys, and then we'll come <laughs> back to you. Um. I guess just to be like, I know like we say like you know, like you said, uh, women are like the backbone, but like you know, hold our women down as well, hold the family down. If it's if you gotta go out there and get it, or <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I'm answering the, the question. <laughs> I'm, uh, really, okay. just, really well, nah, you yeah. no, I'm you're you're, uh, and then I want to hear from uh, Felix. You're you're demonstrating a point that we don't know. Yeah. So that's so you're you're doing exactly what what I knew you were gonna do. Uh, at Felix <laughs> leadership, um, create being able to create, uh, birth of new ideas, being able to lead your family, where you feel like is the best place for everyone in the household. Okay, before I go to you, Chris uh, made a great point. Even though it wasn't on topic, now it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with that, with that being said about, with that being said about masculinity, how can black masculinity thrive in a white supremacist nation? I mean, I could. I'm gonna, I know, I mean, let, let him have it. Yeah, let him have it. Because I know you're ready to shoot. I know you're ready to shoot, Steph Curry. We know you're ready to shoot, Dylan Roof. Chill. Oh, man. Wow. That's a hard one. That's a straight up hard okay. one. Okay. Yeah. You, you know, you're, you're giving me the answers. It's a straight up hard one. The answers one. we need, but hey, you're doing the best you can. Like, a lot of people try it. It's yeah. like um, they create their own systems, their own communities, like uh, Garveyism. Yeah. Uh, you got to actually continue with that and learn from that mm-hmm. and say, you know what? Okay, that worked. A lot of these parts work. This part doesn't work because, you know, hey, the white man saw this, rah, rah, rah. And then you address those issues. And then you build off from that. I feel like with our community, we will never be the ones to uh, get it, but we set the foundation for the futures, essentially. It's just building blocks. Well, we already talked about this in 2000 for episode being black in 2050, where we discussed the black dollar is becoming less and less. The unemployment for blacks are going up. So that that's going to be a little bit harder in future wise speaking. But let me get let me get your opinion on this and then we're definitely going to let him have it. What is. Black masculinity's purpose in this society and in the black community. The purpose of a black man's masculinity is to establish dominance on both sides of your front door. A man, since, since the dawn of time, a man's job is mm-hmm. to go out, seek, kill the food. And at the end of the day, has something to bring back to his family. Mm-hmm. And for some, and for some particular reason, we have gotten a lot. Of, we have gotten away from that in a lot of ways. Uh, and and the list is too long to name. It just at the end of the day, all men need to go back to the foundations of what manhood is all about. We need to understand that first before we can even talk about any type of evolution. Okay. Well, let let me. Uh... 
ask you this one more question, then I gotta let my guy have it because he's been a patient. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. How can you call yourself man when you're a prisoner in white supremacy? Your woman doesn't love and respect you. Your children see you as only as a provider, and the moment you don't make income or you don't fuck your girl good, you're no longer useful. How can that be a man? But who said that's not being a man? That's part of it. It's part of the job. No. Fucking is part of masculinity. <laughs> it's a huge part. part. But it doesn't necessarily because mean just because you, you you don't fuck me good one time or you lose your job that I'm automatically just going to dismiss you as a this black is why, I mean, This I mean, is why I the mean, black women are the, the, the foundation. I mean, true, but sir, can you answer that for me? That's the thing. If you a man... If you a man when you up, you a man when you down. Right, then right, no, right. no, no, no man or no woman is supposed to be built well enough to even take your manhood from you. If you a man for real, you know what I'm saying. If you a man for real, and we and and you and I are in the alley, yeah, and I got to get home to my wife and kids, you out of there. That's what being that's what being a man is. But again, adding context to that, yes, sir. You might be free. You may not be in a jail cell, but mm-hmm. you are part of a system in which you have no control of. You're your instrument to keep it going, but not an instrument in its control. Yes, sir. Right. Um. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you been holding it. I mean, <laughs> hey, I, I, hey, you been holding it in, Man, brother. It's, 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 it. First, I want to start over by saying that the the, the system is a so-called system. Oh, okay. Yeah, Break it's, a, that down. It's, it's, it's a so-called system, the so-called white supremacy, because they have us inferior to the system. So we're no longer in our minds uh, inferior to the system, and we can break it all apart. What I mean by that, I'm talking about every sense of fashion from the government, law, the police, if you know your rights, um, from uh, food to, to everything. I mean, to the movies, the entertainment, sports. If we know in our minds that we can break that and we're not trying to up one on each other, I see you as my brother, I see you, I see you as my sister, you know what I'm saying? We all trying to come together and um, show that we are superior of what's going on, then we're going to most definitely break away those chains from a mental aspect and then everything else is going to trickle down. So, uh, from the mental to the physical um, to the spiritual to the way we talk to each other, the way we handle business, everything. Um, now, to piggyback off of um, what she was saying as far as, like, what she was trying to um, ask her the question about the manhood stuff is that those particular things are not really, what I would say, important as far as, like, us being masculine. Mm-hmm. It's it's us to come together as people, as women. We need that feminine we need we need we need we need a woman by our side and as so as the women need us by our side mm-hmm. you know what i'm yeah, saying really. because i don't really like to use those terms masculinity and fe- you know feminist because mm-hmm. that feminist movement was a white woman's movement in the beginning yeah. that wasn't a black that wasn't a black thing that wasn't a black thing at all that was the white women had problems with their husbands at home we wasn't treating our women like that because every movement that you talk about like you talk about Garveyism, that was started by a black woman Martin Luther king was uh, funded by black women Every every movement that we had, when, the reason why women got the right to vote is because of black women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because black women were 
in the forefront of all these movements that was coming about, the Nation of Islam, uh, the Moorish science movements, uh, they was the backbone of every movement that they have, and that's what they don't show, is that the black woman and the black man has to coexist together, for sure. Okay. Then do you consider women as natural-born leaders? Yeah, yeah, for sure, because mm-hmm. that was who the, that was to, if you think about history and you look in the Sanskrit histories, mm-hmm. like, if you look up that, um, women, that was who the first, you know, kings or mm-hmm. queens or so, I don't even like to use that word, but they were the first empress, okay. emperors of that. Oh, wow. They knew that the man was there because the man was there for physical protection. Hmm. So how They you... was the ones leading, running yeah, running shit. The women were. That's why I was saying that we, we need each other as much as they need us. Mm-hmm. It's a natural thing. That's how it was. It's that they was the ones the shot callers. We were the ones to go out there and get it for them and protect them. So we're just okay. natural doers. Well, we are uh, talking about masculinity mm-hmm. and as society. We're going to close it to, you know, uh, dating and then self-care. And then we're going to wrap this thing up. As far as uh, masculinity in the sense of of dating, if you meet a alpha male, you know, giving advice to the ladies, if they meet an alpha male, can they control them? Yes, no, maybe. See, that's the that's the thing. I, I, I know I'm I'm gonna keep buttoning. In. I, <laughs> that's the thing about that's the thing about white supremacy because we got this alpha omega thing, right? Yeah, that's not us. No, no, yeah, no. Mean, let's 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 let's. Add, wanna, let's you, I don't I don't want to disrespect you. You no 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 no. But let's add context to that because yeah. if you want to talk about what's alpha. You gotta throw black men in the conversation. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Because our t- our testosterone levels aren't the same as everybody else. Our yeah. oh yeah, our our muscle mass isn't the yeah, yeah. same. Our body <laughs> is not the same as, <laughs> as everybody else's. Look, look, to, to be honest with you, though, even, even 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 the guys who ain't uh you know hung to their uh, toenails. I mean, <laughs> they still they still they still, they still the black male. In America, starts off let's, around, let's, you know. I'm gonna throw one at you. you that's know, gonna really blow your mind. What's up? If you, if you look, if <laughs> well, I mean, if you look, if you look, at, if you look at, if you look at Michelle Obama, I mean, yeah. you look at Michelle and Barack Obama. Who you think was the alpha in that relationship? Michelle. Michelle. She was. Just who was the president? Yep. Yeah, I mean, he was president because she allowed him to be. Who was the president? I mean, like so I'm, everybody thought that Obama was the alpha person in that relationship. Which he's really not. Mm-hmm. Michelle is the alpha person in that relationship. And he will say that too. Yeah. He will say that. Yeah. yeah. He will say that. And, that, and, that's, and that's cool, but I'm just talking about, again, not answering my question. <laughs> <laughs> you keep doing it. Don't strike out, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't strike out. No, he's like, not answering. Okay. Because we, you know, we're looking at it. We're looking at Yeah, we're looking at it as a white perspective. We're looking at okay. we, the definition that you're speaking. Yes. You're coming from a white perspective. You're talking about Webster. Whole, you know, um, yeah, racist you know, Webster. Yeah, yes. yeah, racist. <laughs> yes, you know, came up with these, came up with these words, and, and the words were trickled down to you know people who, who was sponsored by okay. the Webster Dictionary. Okay, yeah, but I went back to the whole biological thing because our black women have more testosterone than white men, even now, right, right, even now, right, right, right. now, right, right. So even back when when we was getting real food, like you know, fifties <laughs> and sixties and all that, our women had more testosterone than. Grown white men, right? Buff white men, and that's why they had us. And we're not even talking about the black men in the fifties and sixties. We ain't even bringing them up. 
But uh, as far as you you guys go, do you think hypothetically that an alpha male would even sign up for a normal monogamous relationship? Yeah, if he really ready to settle down. Uh, <laughs> let's let's talk about it, because alpha means your own rules, your own way. You're the leader. You take charge. What you say goes. You get what you want. Majority of the time. I mean, if you if and you, and you're mo- you have a more char- charismatic, provocative way to, to get what you want without extreme means. But if it does come to that, you can handle that. I mean. I'm most definitely, I mean, what people would categorize me as an alpha male. Okay. Right? And I know, I think, I because I, I don't look at it like that. I so I'm, I'm going yeah. to give you a different perspective. You know okay, what I'm saying? Please For me, do. Please do. With, 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 with me and my relationship, we've been together for five years. And we, you know, we, it's a, it's not, let's say partnership, but it's like an equal thing. You know how people say that women are not equal to men, but. In our relationship, you know, if she wants to do something, and I will most definitely help out. If I want to do something, we help each other out. It's not like it's her rules or my rules, you know, because okay. we were raised different. She wasn't, she, she wasn't raised without a, you know, without a father. She was raised by a mom, and I was raised with both of my parents. So, like, um, my dad was the the alpha male in the household, but when it came, when I came to my relationships, I didn't come to relationships like, oh, it's me, I'm doing this, we we gonna do this, because I it's say my so, way or the, highway. the highway, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I wanted her to be, in, you know, have the, the input into the relationship because I want her to be comfortable with me, I want her to achieve the goal, the same goals that we, we were trying to achieve, you know what I'm saying? Well, well it, it depends on the relationship, and I wanna hear from you guys over there. I mean, as far as an alpha male and what, and what that definition is, even though with the the white definition, I don't feel like on average, not all, but uh, if we just go by that uh, definition, mm-hmm. then a lot of uh, men wouldn't wouldn't fit in that category. But mm-hmm. if we make up our own, you know, biologically definition, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think most men can lead or be that type of person who make mm-hmm. those type of rules because some, but not all, women. Categorize masculinity as what do you provide and what do you look like? What do you? Right, right, right. And so you got two different people with two different definitions right, right. trying to make a clear line and make clear rules for a relationship. And we can't, we can't based really on blame. somebody else's yeah, we definition. Can't really, I'm sorry not to be, keep talking, but we can't really blame. Are you? Yeah, my bad. <laughs> 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 I, I'm, I'm just saying, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say I know. He's slick with this. He be slick with him. You said him up. I got it. I got it. Are you? Because I want to hear you guys. Felix, what y'all got to say about it? Well. You on time, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're we, we going to cool them off. <laughs> uh, as far as the whole alpha male thing goes, um, I don't really buy into it because at the end of the day, there's nothing about me that says that that I'm a pushover okay. or, I'm, or, I'm e- or I'm easily to handle or easy to manipulate. That's understood out the gate before a relationship is even established. So I don't think you even need you need to tie the alpha title to it. You don't need to tie the omega title to it. That's that's all bullshit. At the end of the day, if you if you a man in this entirety, just do that and take that in the relationship. You know what you're gonna stand for, what you and what you're not. Mm. 
I mean, but the reason why I use using the terms alpha and beta is because I mean those those uh, are traits that people are lining up with. Right, right, right. With definition wise, and I want Josh to get this is that as far as alpha males, a lot of alpha males tend to you know wait a while until they get into their relationships because if it doesn't suit them or or comfort them long term, they're not in it. But the, I feel like the average guy. Whether no matter what his income level is, they'll they'll be pressured into relationship. They'll be pressured into marriage. They'll be a little bit lenient in a relationship when versus standing their ground. That's why I was saying alpha and beta to line up with them traits. As as far as you giving advice to like a homegirl, a sister, or somebody else, what would you tell them how to deal with the alpha male if you even think that exists? Like in terms of what. Like if they had a question about the, yeah, like, like he 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 treats me right, he fucks me right, he he's everything I want, but he will not commit to me. What would your advice be? Uh, actually, oh, I, I, actually, I I have a friend kind of similar who just went through that uh, because uh, I have a friend she wanted to marry him and all that because uh, she was like, yo, when he's gonna marry me and all that, but I just sort of like. Hey, I know my friend, he's like all that. He's, I guess you could say like an alpha male, but I know like he's not a commitment person. I just felt like, hey, either you're going to have to adjust and be used to like that he's probably never going to ask to marry you or you might just have to move on. So it really just depends on like the woman, like is she, is she willing to settle her standards or is she going to be like, okay, I'm going to just move on to try to find someone who is going to, Ask me that, that question to make them my wife. Okay, Felix, and then we're going to uh, get to these last two questions, and then it's a wrap. All right. Um, I see I see it as a balance. Oh, okay. Uh, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't always have that alpha male mentality. It's good to have it. I, I believe that adds to your testosterone, that masculinity. But if you do that too much, you're, you're losing out on opportunity. You're not seeing things from different perspectives. Uh, that's what women are for. They're supposed to be your balance, your counterpart. Uh, so if you don't utilize that in your relationship, then you're missing out. Okay. Well, let's talk about masculinity, masculinity within. Clearly, as you said, the only person you can vent to is your mom and, and, and stuff like that. When we talk about internally handling your masculinity, how do you, how do you personally deal with your emotions Deal with your downfalls, your depressions, and how do you pick yourselves up? You personally, your own answer. Let's start from here, and then we're gonna end with my guy. Then we're gonna wrap it up. I usually vent to my brothers. Uh, those, he's probably like my brother Enoch. Me and him just like this, straight like that. Uh, if he has a vent, he has a vent. I vent to him, vice versa. To get out of the the bad mindset. Uh, I believe that there's no justified resentment. You got to let it go. It's already in the past. I may have, like, let's say, I I could just slap you. Yeah, you could be mad and everything, but it already happened. You got to let it go because maybe I slapped you and I got a gun. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for something to do. Uh, you got to let that go. Yes, it's justified for you to be mad, but it already happened. You got to let it go. So. All right, Josh, how do you handle masculinity internally? Uh, 
I usually probably like kind of like him. I'll well, I'll talk to like one of my best friends. Like I consider like my brother, like my my friend Smitty, or like y'all know my boy Tim or someone. I usually will vent to them and talk to them and get some advice. Or like my man said, I'll call my mom <laughs> and, and and vent to her, and she'll give me like some advice. She'll probably give me something about off the Bible or something. <laughs> yeah. Moms put you on game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Simple as that. <clears throat> I either find a man that I highly respect to talk to or or I talk to God or I go to or I go to my Instagram page event there. Uh, that you he does. Which I do. <laughs> uh the last thing that you wanna do though, just speaking from somebody who currently battles depression and anxiety, what you don't wanna do is internalize it. That's the last thing that you want to do. So do whatever it is you can do to get it out is a much healthier alternative as opposed to just sitting there. Okay. Yeah. Um, man, uh, it all depends on the situation, to be honest with you. Um, you know, my parents kind of instilled in me as a, as a young child how to deal with your emotions and how to deal and how well, how to deal with your emotions and go about how to maneuver around things. Um, with me, internally, uh, I do talk to my mom. I call my mom a lot. Um, but I, I internally realize the situation I'm going through. Then I make my decision on what I want to do because, like he said earlier, you have to you have to keep going and keep moving forward. So I do talk to my mom about it a lot. I talk to my dad, hit my dad up. I get those advice. Uh, my grandma, my grandfather. I get the elders' advice, and then I go ahead and make my decision internally to make that step forward to keep pushing. Hey man, uh, I hope everybody learned uh, some things about masculinity, good, bad, and different. Uh, next week, uh, I'm not even going to be, I'm going to be here, but I'm going to be way 100% in the background. We're going to talk to the ladies. We're going to see okay. what's on their mind, whatever, whatever. So hopefully, hopefully everything goes according to plan. But uh, let's get everybody's social media and let's wrap this thing up. Uh, you can find me at F-E-L-I-X-O-D-U, Felix Odu, and at E-Delicious, E-D-Y-L-I-C-I-O-U-S. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at J-W-Smiles, S-M-I-L-E-Z, and you can follow the podcast at Uncool Urban Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Talking High Grade. That is T A L K I N H I G H G R A D E at Instagram. Cool. Um, Facebook Christopher Petrie. Uh, Twitter uh, Sir Bookman. Uh, my Instagram is P I T R E one three. Okay. It's April Danielle. Y'all, if you're new to the show, A P R Y L D A N Y E L L E. Um, on all social media, except for Facebook, it's spelled with the eyes, just normal, um, and talking greasy on everything. Hey, if you would uh, like to be a guest on the show, hit us up at talkinggreasy at gmail.com. If you would like to advertise on the show, hit us up at talkinggreasy at gmail.com. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube, where you can uh, find all our content and play catch up with us. And remember, uh, we do have a secret group. If you would like to be added on there, please send us a message <laughs> in our Instagram, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Okay. And also, my personal it is on Darnell does it on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, cause it ain't easy talking greasy.
two-door coupe Hopping out like Jack in the Box Nigga, I'm gon' shoot If the 30's all that I got Nigga, time's up Got my coins up, my bars up Soon we find them We gon' slide them, we line them Straight recline them Pistol grip, I got all kinds of I'm not your driver Shot gon' hit him